Okay, Bokar Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with our discussions on Menuchat HaNefesh, and we're coming towards the end of this uh, section, this unit, on Menuchat HaNefesh. So here, he discusses some more about how to acquire this character trait of Menuchat HaNefesh. And he points out something we pointed out in the past, not necessarily in the context of Menuchat HaNefesh, but in general, that whenever a person wants to strengthen himself in a certain midah, a certain character trait, so just like when it comes to the muscles of the body, a person has to exercise the muscles, and therefore when he exercises the muscles, they became stronger. And if he doesn't exercise the muscles, if he doesn't use them, so then they, they become weaker, right? So he says the same thing is when it comes to the kochot nefesh, the spiritual powers that a person has. If a person exercises them, a person exercises self-control, so his ability to have self-control becomes stronger. A person exercises himself in shmirat halashon, being careful about what he speaks, so then his ability to shmirat halashon becomes stronger. If a person lets go in these areas, so then his abilities to be strong in these areas become weaker and weaker over time. So he says that the same thing is true with nefesh, that the more a person accustoms himself to Menuchat nefesh, the easier it becomes to uh, acquire it and to make it part of his soul. So he says that the nature of Avodah, when a person wants to acquire any character trait, a person has to start with the easier parts of the character trait, the perhaps the more important things that sometimes are a little bit easier, what we call the low-lying, the low-hanging fruit, to grab those and then to build up and to work up from there. So he says the beginning is on the first biracha of Shmona Esrei. That's the most important. That's where the kavanan and knowing what you're talking about is li'ikuva, meaning if a person, according to most opinions, if a person didn't fulfill this, uh, have kavanah for the first bracha, did not fulfill this obligation. So he says, the first work, the first job of a person is to start by working. This is where I'm going to have minuchat nefesh for today. My minuchat nefesh for today is during the first bracha of Shimon Esri, of the Amidah. Or maybe for himself, he's going to decide. He's not going to do it for all the brachot. He's going to be all the tefillah. He'll pick one tefillah, but he's going to make sure that he's focused on this uh, bracha, the first bracha of the Amidah. And then he's going to move on to more and more brachot, that certain brachot that are, people say in a snap, right? Let's say, for example, Asher Yatsar. A person who uses the bathroom comes out, so he has to say the bracha b'asher yatzar to thank Hashem, to acknowledge that Hashem is the one that allows his body to function, allows him to, to be able to uh, use the bathroom, is everything inside of him is working, baruch Hashem. So he says the bracha b'asher yatzar. So he says that uh, that's the next step, to so take those types of brachot. The people normally rush. He comes out of the bathroom, he mumbles asher yatzar, and he moves on. So he says, no. Think about a little bit what I'm going to say before I say it. Be focused on the content of what I'm about to do. Realize that when I say Asher Yatsar, I'm saying that Hashem, you made the body in the Kavim, the Kavim, Chalulim, Chalulim. It has holes and spaces and things that need to be open are open, things that need to be closed are closed, etc. And especially, he doesn't mention it here, but especially, especially when it comes to Birkat HaMazon. People very often, we very often make this mistake, we just rush the Birkat HaMazon. But little do we realize that, according to many opinions, Birkat uh, HaMazon is the only Beracha from the Torah that we have a chance to say each day. So we have to take Birkat HaMazon, we take Birkat HaMazon very seriously, so we do slowly think about it, make sure it, it makes a big difference if a person reads from, from a Birkon, he's, he's much more careful in terms of pronouncing the words, and also to have in mind what he's saying. Realize the first Beracha is talking about Mazon, Hashem gives food to everybody, uh, 
Second bracha is alaris ba'alamazon about the land. Third bracha is about having mercy and building, rebuilding Yerushalayim. The fourth bracha is about all the good things that Hashem does for us. So having in mind, paying attention to what a person is saying at the time. And the the last point he makes over here in this uh, paragraph is about when he's studying Torah. Very often I'm studying Torah. Oh, I get a text. I get a a message, I get this, this, that, uh, 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 which is part of the reason why Menuchat HaNafesh is such a big challenge for people, because we live in a world of multitasking. So when you live in the world of multitasking, so by definition, I'm going to get pulled in a hundred different de- de- directions, and by definition, I'm not completely focused on my task at, ha- at hand. So the other area where this is a big, big deal is the time during when one is studying Torah to make sure one is focused on understanding what he is studying. And the last piece over here, he brings that in the yeshiva of Kelm, they were very particular about this. So about this, making sure Menuchat HaNefesh, that was a big, big part of their uh, avodah, what they worked on in the yeshiva of Kelm. We mentioned Kelm in the past. We mentioned of Kelm, the altar of Kelm. We mentioned him before. So he says that one of the major, major spiritual weaknesses, which is very widespread among people, is that when a person is involved in something, whether it's tefillah, whether it's learning Torah, it could be anything. He's constantly worried about what's going on around him. He's looking this way, he's looking that way, he hears a noise, this, that, and therefore he looks to the right, he looks to the left, maybe he's missing something, right? FOMO. So we live in a world, FOMO, fear of missing out, is such a big part of our lives. So he says that FOMO, fear of missing out, can cause a huge lack of minuchat nefesh. But if, we're, if we realize that, no, my job right now is to be doing what I need to do, and what other people are doing right now is not relevant, because I have a specific job of what I need to be doing, so then he, he, he can focus on what he's doing, and he has minuchat nefesh. But if he's always worried about what's going on here, what's going on there, what's that guy doing, what's that person doing, what's he eating for lunch, what's uh, she posting on social media, ah. so then he's completely going to... He's going to remove his, he, he, he has a, so to speak, he's like a sharpshooter, right? So he has his, his weapon pointed in a certain way where he's going to be a warrior to serve Hashem. So if he looks this way, he looks that way, so his weapon is, is completely pointing in the wrong direction. He's not shooting in the right direction. So therefore, right? Take my word for it, Rabbi Friedlander says. The most important thing he could be doing right now is focusing on what he's doing right now. Whether he's learning, whether he's davening, whether he's doing a mitzvah, whatever he's doing. He's at work, whatever it is. But he's focused on what he is doing right now. And not only is this the most important thing that he's doing, but this is the only thing he's supposed to be doing right now. This is the only thing in the world, like we discussed in the past, in the film, like own, that he focuses with the realization that this is his only job right now. He does it with nefesh. Do it does it in a very, very complete way. So that's the, that's the principle that he explains, that the, it's the most important thing for him to be doing right now, and he shouldn't be thinking about anything else. I think very often we may struggle with this idea of, of not thinking about what's going on in other places because we're not fully convinced that what we're doing right now is what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, if a person's fully convinced that what he's doing right now is what he's supposed to be doing, so then it's much easier to be focused on what he's doing than not to be thinking about whatever else is going on around him. But if a person thinks that maybe I'm supposed to be somewhere else, I'm supposed to be doing something else, I have another job, I have another responsibility, something else, so then he does not convinced that what he's doing right now, that his learning, his davening, or whatever else he's doing right now is the right thing for him to be doing, so then he runs to major minuchat nefesh 
problem. So maybe uh, an idea to work on for us is to find out, to think about how do we know that what I'm doing right now is the right thing. Am I, am I, is my, are my behaviors guided by Torah principles? Do I have a mentor? Do I have somebody to help me, somebody to direct me, somebody to advise me? So if I have those things, and so then I know that what I'm doing is the right thing, and therefore I can be focused on it. But if I'm not convinced, so then maybe it's time to think about reassessing whether what I'm doing right now is being guided by Torah principles, or do I have somebody to help me, a Rebbe, a mentor, a guide, somebody to help me to make sure that I'm convinced that what I'm doing right now is the most important thing in the world. Rabbi Tai, have a wonderful day. Kol Tuf.